Calgary Flames and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Flames fans, we are nine days away from puck drop at the Dome against the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, pretty excited about that. Two games have gone by since we last spoke. Uh, the boys played, uh, I believe, a game in Seattle. No, Seattle came here. And uh, we played... Did we play against the Oilers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we played... Yeah, yeah, we played against the Oilers as well. Um, Seattle was the last night. Actually, both nights were coincided with um, our draft nights So that the Flames played. So did you catch yeah. either of them, Chris? Uh, nope. <laughs> you did not? <laughs> I watched the highlights, so... Yeah. Uh, one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look. there's not too much. I mean, after watching the game against Edmonton, uh, I would say Velimaki is not making the team. Um, <laughs> that's that's just... what I heard on the radio, too. <laughs> it was a tough yeah. game. Jesus, man. Like, there was one goal. He literally stood there in front of Markstrom or in front of the goalie, like a fucking pylon. Like, uh. either block the shot or get out of the way. Like, he literally stood there, like, not even, not five feet in front of of the goalie. Just stood <laughs> was, there. Was there watching like, the play? A forward there to defend or no? I think it was, no, it was a block. It was a point. It was a point shot. Oh. So I think the, yeah, I think they were coming in. Um, I think they were entering the zone, maybe, and then I don't really remember the sequence, but I just know that it was a point shot, and it fooled Markstrom because Valimaki was standing it was in the Vla- front of him. It was Ladar, I think. I think I remember the play. Was that was when they were like looping around, and then they passed him as a one timer from the point. maybe. Was yeah, it, it was Kulak. Kulak scored. Former Calgary Flame Brett Kulak. Absolute rocket. We should bring him back apparently top four defenseman, yeah, after he left and went to Montreal. I always liked Kulak. I thought he had Yeah, I liked him. Potential. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. He's back where he was born, I guess. So Is he from Edmonton? Yeah, I just looked at it. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was European. <laughs> he definitely was not. No. Oh, he played okay. four years in Calgary, four years in Montreal, and then the last two has been in Edmonton. Hmm. Uh, Gosh. Or I guess he played three and a half and then was traded to Edmonton at the deadline last year uh, and then re signed. I thought but, his name uh, was looked like Czech or something. I don't know. I thought he was European. Yeah, well, speaking of Czech, actually we'll we'll get to that. Um let's talk about Dubé. I mean that was a that was a nice goal that he scored in that game. Um mm. it was uh nice shot. Yeah. Right in front of the net, showed that he has hands. See, he's he can score. Right? Uh, we'll see. You didn't look out of place, apparently. So uh, yeah, 
Well, that was by far the best game of the pre- of the preseason. For I would say for him, yeah. Hmm. Um, so that was promising. Uh, last night's game, they had him playing with uh, Manjapane and Kadri, hmm. and they looked dangerous. Particularly Manji and uh, and Kadri, they they seem to be working on their game speed, which is good on their chemistry. Um, Sutter did mention that, uh, you know, he, Naz needs to work into game shape, work up into game shape. Um, so that was his, that was his, uh, his takeaway from, from that game with that line there. Um, that's funny. three goals from three defensemen, uh, you know, Chris Tanev immediately steps back into the lineup and immediately has an impact, makes us way better, scored the goal in the first period. Um, Hannafin scored another one. Stone scored his fourth or his third? Third. Third, pretty much guaranteeing a contract for that guy. I mean, if he doesn't get a contract, you got to, like, yeah. question, like, what else can can he do? As a yeah. Defenseman? Yeah. 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 Perennial, perennial seventh defenseman. Um, and uh, who scored the fourth one? Blake Coleman. Yeah, that's right. Goldman Coleman. Cool man, cool man. That was it's nice game. to see him score. Yes, that was a nice one too. Like short side, yeah, short side. It was, um, yeah, he's actually, got two now. yeah. Sutter Sutter had something to say about that too. Like he's coming in finally healthy um, after back to back winning back to back cups. Um, you know, he 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 had two years of in a row of of short summers, and you know. A banged up body so now he's coming in healthy healthier um we should see a good year from from blake coleman and what he truly does can bring to the table i think that would be nice because i you know he kind of can we talk about him a lot last year but i find mm-hmm. he could disappear offensively for a little bit so if he starts off uh well hot yeah even if it's just preseason know get a couple goals in there that that's that's gives me a little bit of optimism for him yeah absolutely and you know like even though he disappeared from the score sheet for stretches of time he never let up in his in the rest of his game right like he i you know i loved that pickup when we when we signed him last year and just even though he had a um i guess one would say an underwhelming season last year uh I, I loved his game. I, I love what he brings to this team. I mean, he he plays hockey the right way. Everything he does is, um, you know, the way you should be playing hockey. Um, you know, he doesn't uh, he doesn't let up on the forecheck or the back check. He uh, finishes his checks. He makes sure that you know he he plays every every shift to whistle the whistle. And you know that's what I love about the guy. So, um, you know. 33 points last year, still got 16 goals. I mean, that's that's not bad for for a third liner. Uh yeah, and you know, he's stapled to Backland, I think, for a lot of the years. Yeah. So again, not very not very many offensive starts as a third liner either. So probably most of that, if not all of that, is either shorthanded or five on five production. So uh pretty happy. Ah, Blake Coleman. Good good man. Cool man. Yeah. Goldman, Coleman. What'd you say? Goldman, Coleman. Yeah. Like Blake Goldman, Coleman. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. He's uh, he's a beauty. He's he's a good one. Um, and I think him and Backland are like that's that's all Daryl will say is is the guy that like are the guys that he'll that are pretty much stapled um, to begin the season together this year. Um, so you know that's good. Um, one thing that I never thought that I'd ever see, uh, actually is, uh, Daryl Sutter laugh, like laughing, laugh out loud, laugh. Like he was, he made a joke, laughed at his own joke, was, oh, it was his own very joke. entertained. <laughs> well, yes, this was after, uh, his, his comment about, um, you know, Huberto being the best passer that this team has probably ever had <laughs> right um so you know he he made that comment and then or dropped that bomb i guess and then uh um somebody asked him oh so so who's your who's your uh who is the best passer that you've ever played with and then he's like oh probably probably my brothers and then he, he laughed like he was like <laughs> like he laughed like it was a full-on it was a beautiful thing. I never thought I'd ever see it, but it was a beautiful thing. And he laughed. I didn't know, was, didn't know it was possible. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. But he's yeah. He was talking about how like you know they knew that he could score goals, so they're like get him to puck. Knows where to go. Uh, and then he started laughing again. Great. Did you hear? Did you hear who he said his actual best best passer was? Savard. That's right. Denis Savard. Yeah. Yeah. Savvy, as he called. Yeah. Him. Yes. Savvy. Mm. Guess he was savvy. No, with apples. Don't no. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man uh, knew his way around an apple. Uh, yeah, God, can we, can we restart? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Tanev Tanev looked good in his in his first game back. Uh, he he did. Did you happen to hear his post game interview or read about it? Or I didn't. Like no, Man, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm unprepared today. He was saying that uh, you know he had. Obviously, um, off-season shoulder surgery. Uh, but when he had that torn labrum, and um, after the game six of Dallas, he was saying how you know the Oilers probably knew that his shoulder was hurting, so they were targeting him quite a bit, which is fair game, right? I mean, he's decided to step onto the ice, so that's that's his uh, yeah, you're decision in the to do that. And if you're in the lineup, you're fair game, right? So, yeah. um, but man, like you could tell that you know he wasn't right and um just what a warrior for stepping in there and, and taking those shots but you know he he said he felt good after after getting the surgery well it wasn't great because you know four to five weeks afterwards you're rehabbing and you can't really do much with that children you can't do much of anything um so you know he uh was in quite a bit of pain but you know after getting a few hits last night he felt good it obviously scored a goal um, and obviously he made our defensive, our decor just that much better. And it was great seeing him back out there, um, playing with the boys and, you know, celebrating too. So, um, amazing that he's back before the season, right. Um, changes the game, even though we lose, we lose Shilly, yeah. um, and gain Tanev, uh, uh, it's a pretty good trade off. I mean, I love Shilly too, though. So hopefully he can come back. Uh, once his situation is settled, whatever that is, hopefully that's so everything's okay. But yeah. um, I think uh, 
yeah, ten of having him in the lineup for game one. Uh, there's a chance we won't be the worst starting team to a season. That's all chance. <laughs> you mean we might actually win our season opener? A small chance. Our home opener. That's against the Avs. Like I, I don't <laughs> think we're gonna win. We're gonna go zero and one again for the I think fourteenth time in a row, which will be yeah. I think a league record. I think potentially even a professional sports team's record. Uh, you never know. I mean, you <laughs> never know. Markstrom might be on his game that night, and oh, you know they're geez. they're a little bit weaker now in net. First shot's gonna go in <laughs> glove side. It's <laughs> a swing and a miss. Markstrom's looked too good in the preseason. He's gonna swing and miss. And everyone's gonna be brought back down to earth and be like, "Oh right, okay, yeah." Uh, I don't know. I, I don't game think... one. It's, it's bound to I happen. Mean, Georgiev is is gonna he'll probably figure it out. He's a good goalie. Yeah, he'll probably figure it out. Yeah, he'll be just fine. I think he might even this this might be a hot take, but I think he might he has a chance to be better than Kemper. I really like I would Georgiev probably, every time I've seen him play. So yeah, I'd probably I'd probably place him higher than Gior, than than Kemper. I mean, Kemper's pretty old at this point. I, I never really got the, the Kemper hype. I mean, he's a good guy. I like him, but he had good, he had good, uh, I think the big thing for him and for me, like, like the, those, those high danger save percentage when he was in Arizona. Yeah. Was, yeah. was good. Like yeah. really good. Sure. And, uh, you know, if you're on a bad team, but you're saving the hard shots, like you would think once you go to a, elite team then you should be really really good but uh, i think he was worse than he was in in arizona but yeah. still won them a cup so i mean yeah. <laughs> he did yeah, the job. you can't complain he, yeah he did the job yeah yeah he, he was good enough yeah now yeah. he'll try to now he'll try to get one another one for for all Ovi before he retires i, I guess Kyrgyz's numbers weren't that good he had less than 900 no, save percentage they weren't yeah he was he was bad <laughs> But Shows he was playing. What I know. He was playing behind Igor, so you know, you're not getting much starts out of out of Igor or away from. No, Igor, I, I mean he's still got 28 starts. That's mm. his next career. Oh no, that was last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Starts. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty yeah. big workload for a backup, I guess. It's healthy. I think he had a couple. He had a couple doozy games, which probably hurt him. Seven yeah. fourteen in there. That was his yeah. worst. <laughs> yeah. The sevens. Maybe a mop up roll or something. Yeah, maybe he won't do so good in Colorado. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's I, I mean I thought I thought you taking him was a little early. Did I take him? You took him in one of our leagues. Oh, did I? Yep. You sure? Yeah, I took him. Yep. He took him last night, actually. No. Yeah. Hmm. In the sixth round. The sixth round. Oh my goodness. He's on Colorado. Way twirly. Way twirly. Yeah. No no one else was standing out to me. Nobody else other than Georgiev in the sixth round. Yes. My goodness. My one my one my my week my week. You could have picked Malkin. Oh, I you, think you could have picked Kairu. I think you, you could have picked Teravinen. I hate Teravinen. You could have picked Hamilton. Hamilton had a horrible year last year. 
you could have picked Seth Jarvis. Yeah, that's a pretty decent pick. But I needed a goalie. And I want a Georgiev, so I just picked him. Sixth round. Yikes. He could still be decent. You know, he's going to get a bunch of starts. And uh, yikes. You don't know that. You don't know that. I'm pretty confident. He's not going to get a bunch of starts. No, as soon as he as soon as he takes a step, as soon as he takes a step back, uh, Franco's is there waiting, man. Franco, Pavel Franco's, buddy. Who's that? Don't no, sleep. That's a Don't nobody. sleep on Pavel, buddy. That's no nobody. way. He is not. When Darcy Kemper went down with that eye injury, that freak eye injury in the middle of the playoffs, who stepped up Why? and kept their 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 season alive? Yeah, Colorado. Mr. Franco's himself. That's a goaltending. Let me tell you that it was. It was him. He would. He stepped in and, and played well. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm gonna check. Do it. Okay. You don't hear my type. Pavel. Clickety clock. Pavel. Franco's. I mean, yeah. I mean, looking back in hindsight, I mean, was, I mean, maybe not the best pick, but it could turn out really well because everyone else took goalies very early. Like I was one of the last to, to take a goalie. Yeah. I mean, so. Jack Campbell was still available, even though I didn't like him. Oh, Jack Campbell. I, just, I drafted him already in another league, so I didn't want to double down on the Campbell. You know? <laughs> soup? You don't want to double down? You didn't want to double down on soup? You don't want to yeah. munch down? And... No. Not at all. He was... Cream of mushroom? He was... His career playoffs is less than 900. No, he's going to be bad. What are you talking about? He's gonna be bad. Franco's. Franco's. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's good. His career playoffs is less than nine hundred. Still kept them in the game. Did he? Didn't Darcy Kemper? Wasn't his save percentage? He was nine oh six last year. Franco's in the playoffs. That's Franco's Kemper. Yeah. I don't know what he was. I don't think he was any good either. The Colorado's just deep. Everywhere yeah, they else. just scored everybody. <laughs> they just yeah. scored more than everybody else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's our opponent in the first round. In, right. In that's how we got game. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's our yeah. first opponent. Uh, yeah. Hosting the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You, you think after winning the Stanley Cup, you'd 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 be able to um start the season at home? No, oh, they do. They do get to. Oh, so, so this is this is this is what they get. This is what they get. So the the defending Stanley Cup champions to start the season get to start the season on a back to back. They play Chicago at home at seven thirty p.m. and then they got to fly to Calgary and play Calgary the next day on the thirteenth. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. I mean, they're probably gonna let's let's be real. They're they're probably gonna breeze through the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, who what Hey, don't sleep on on <laughs> who? <laughs> Patrick Jones. Kane's the only one that's Seth, gonna score. Seth Jones oh boy. is gonna is oh gonna boy. he's gonna, we gonna do talk about some that? stuff. Are we gonna sure talk we about that? Yeah, let's do that. Seth Jones is Seth Jones, an elite player, and Max Domi, their top oh line. Oh my goodness! Is gonna. <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Athens to is gonna put up eighty goals this year. Oh God! Yeah. Kane. Oh man, this team is, but they are tanking. Oh yeah. For Bedard. Oh yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't hate the move. I don't hate it. I wanted the flames to do it. So, yeah, they're really tearing it down. That Alex Vlasic on Daily Faceoff has a top pair. I don't know who that is. That's yep. not good. That's uh yeah, it's a guy that they are kind of high on. Drafted him pretty sure in the first round. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah. he has some He's got some upside, but uh he wasn't uh he didn't he did not get much of a run under Stan Bowman. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they could do. I don't yeah, I don't think they're gonna put up much of a fight. No. Nope. No. Nope. Um however, beginning of the season back to back, that is tough. Yeah. After a long playoff run. Yeah. Um, and uh, outside of Tampa, like the last couple of years, I, teams do come out a little slower after winning the cup, typically. Mm-hmm. Or going that far. You know, look at Montreal. Look at Dallas. Um, a lot of teams struggle. Well, playoffs playoffs are hard. Party. Yeah, playoffs are hard. Yeah. Offseason isn't cool. that isn't that long. And you recover after the there's a big part of that. Like you recover after the after the playoffs and you don't have a lot of time to train or relax properly. And uh season's right there. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe there's a chance. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, I have it. no faith. I'm fully expecting us to lose that game. I'll probably bet on it. That'll be like the only bet. And and then we'll finally win because I bet money on it. Just uh, just make sure that you bet through DraftKings Sportsbook, official sponsor. Official sponsor. Yeah. Wow. Is that the first time we've been able to say that in sequence? I think so. Yeah. Usually we name drop and we got to immediately follow that up with not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. You know, of course, DraftKings. That is a sponsor. <laughs> Speaking of DraftKings, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll talk more Flames Hockey. And actually, I wanted to get your thoughts on Bowie, the Seattle Kraken mascot. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stick tuned. Just leave me uh, there. The last time. Uh, stick tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the show. 
This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome back, everybody. So before the break, we were saying um, we talk a little bit more about Flames hockey. We talk a little bit about the Seattle Kraken's unveiling of their mascot. Um, <laughs> hey, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the waiver claim or do you want to start with let's just Bowie. let's just get this buoy story out of the way <laughs> why don't we looking up buoy on google um you know some top stories how the seattle kraken kept their new mascot buoy a secret i don't know seattle how do you think <laughs> the sh- i bet anyone who saw that was probably like there's no way there's no way that's real this is a joke Right? It's a joke. It's got to be a joke. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's a troll. I guess it's a troll. It's a troll. Yeah. It's 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 a troll. Um. It's it's to it's I guess representing. I don't know if it's representing, but it it, it it's it's related to the the Fremont troll, which is a, a sculpture under a bridge that they put up in in the city of Seattle, I believe that it was supposed to ward off homeless people from sleeping under that bridge or something. Um, so yeah. Um, disappointed to say the least. Like it's it's not even nautical. No, they're the Kraken. Like what? Yeah. This is the thing. You're supposed to be the Kraken. You're supposed to be this, mystical mythical never before seen hides in the depths of the waters terrifying sea monster yeah that sinks ships and and eats people and brings them to their death for even trying to conquer the seas and y- there was so much potential there yeah and to, this is what they come out with to have a, a mascot that that can really you know, personify the 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 intimidation, and you know, because I don't know if you've seen any of their uh, like pregame or like you know their pregame shows that they you know the light shows that they play on the ice. Um, you know, we do that at the dome. We have like fire come across the ice from a light show. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? It projects yeah. onto the ice. Yeah. yeah. So I watching the games in Seattle. From when we were playing there, we would watch it through CalgaryFlames.com. And, of course, it'd be the live stream of whatever they're playing in the building. And, you know, they have this really scary, oh, like, they'll have, like, the Flames logo and, like, the Seattle logo. And the Flames logo will be at the top of the water. And then you'll see a tentacle reach up and grab it and and drag it down into the depths. And, and and like, you know, this this you see this little Kraken monster. You just see the eye. You just see the eye reaching out with his little tentacle grabs onto the flames and sinks it. And, and, you know, that's, that's what they do when, when the Kraken win, you know, they show that that's how they lose. So now you have that and your mascot is a fricking troll with what teal bright blue hair (laughs) and a, and a golden anchor earring. It's got got the anchor. It's nautical. The earring is an anchor. It's nautical. It's like, Crap. come on, man. I think there's an octopus coming out of his hair, too. 
Is there really? There's no <laughs> yeah, way. No. I think there's a tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. There is a freaking tentacle in his right ear. It's nautical. Yeah. Fucking that's ridiculous. the Kraken. He ate ridiculous. the Kraken. I don't know. I think it's, it's a ridiculous. horrible, horrible decision. They could man, they could have made like a raincoat guy, like spook. Like they could just go in any yeah. direction other than other old than man that. seaman. Old man seaman, yes. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Or like a pirate. Anything anything. Yeah. A pirate would have been, been way better. Yeah. Anything would have been better. A pirate would have been fun for the kid, like the kids. You yeah, know? it's freaking terrible. Well, they they chose him because the kids said, I guess, that they wanted a troll, but they're kids, so they were probably trolling themselves. I don't freaking know. <laughs> yeah. Like, trolls. come on, the trolls pick a troll. Yeah, the ultimate troll. Yeah, you could have had, you know, Johnny Depp, Jack Black come in. You know, yeah. special occasion. That man, not nah, so much missed potential. So many miss, but yeah, so much miss potential. It's even, it's got a chip. Like, give it, give it hockey gloves. Like, it's got like normal hands. Like, it looks so weird. The rest <laughs> of its body is so big, and it's got like these normal human hands. Uh, nah, man, that ain't it. No, that ain't it. No, it's bad. It's awful. Not happy. I feel like they were trying to like recreate gritty or something. Yeah, that's and that's just yeah, that's missed. what they were trying to do. And just missed. It's completely missed it. Green yeah. is one of a kind. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's just no way. And now they're gonna they're gonna have to ask Gritty to, or you know, they're gonna have to beg Philly to to get Gritty to to acknowledge this freaking thing, so that <laughs> we can they can give it some credibility. Uh, no credibility. It's ridiculous. Yeah, what a time for the Kraken season two. It's awful. It's terrible. You know, they also, they had, um, during the intermission, you know how they have kids playing on the, on the ice sometimes yep, where yep. The, the guy was introducing or was interviewing this kid about the game that he played or whatever. And then, uh, Bowie shows up behind him and starts patting him on the head and, you know, give him a little rub. And, uh, <laughs> buddy goes, buddy goes, the, the, the ring announcer goes, um, oh, there's Bowie rubbing your head. What do you think about that? And the kid goes, I don't like it one bit. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, well, let's, uh, can we get a let's go Kraken? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, you, no one's going to even, you can't even vet these people properly. <sighs> Awful. Yeah, it's Terrible. too bad. Disappointing. Yeah. Very disappointing. They could have had Davy Jones. You know? Oh yeah, like literally anyone like, else. Made a date. Make a Davy Jones character. Like, don't that, make him that, like the Pirates of the Caribbean idea. guy. You could have no, made him no, Davy Jones. Yeah, I was just saying Pirates of the Caribbean, no, just because references. But like, yeah, anything, anything else. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Davy Jones would have been freaking sick. Yeah. It's got a good hockey name. Yeah. David Jones, former David Jones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not, Not a sponsor. Either. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. They could have done so much. They would have had Davy Jones. They could have put the opponents in Davy Jones's locker. They could have renamed the penalty box Davy Jones's locker. Like, oh, God. Hire me, Seattle. You need You need to give me a job right now. 
I mean, it's not hard to do better than that. I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, like who? Yeah, like that's a good question. Who vetted the the choice? And they're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea for the Kraken. Yeah. Oh, that's what the kids want. Okay. Better give the kids what they want. Which I guess is smart because then there'll be long term investments. I suppose the kids want look don't it want way. it. No way the kids actually <laughs> want that. It's awful. They even had like a bunch of celebrities come on to you know try to talk to. They had like a a council of three children trying to find the new mascot. Um, that was like the the story behind it, and they were running around Seattle trying to figure out what represents Seattle and what would be great. And, you know, Detlef Schrempf, for former basketball player, um, said they should bring the Sasquatch that they had for the Supersonics back. And they're like, oh, well, the Sonics are coming back. So can't use him. Like, why can't why can't you use two the, the same mascot for two different teams? Like, that does that makes sense to me. No, you can't do that. Why? So one mascot for one team. Suppose, yeah, I think that's silly. It's in the same city. It was fine. Just show up for half the game at one place, and then show up for half the game at the other. Like you won't, you won't ever like you know. Yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. I'm all fired up. Yeah, you should be. It's horrible. Freaking troll. It's awful. Yeah, they should be upset. It's almost as embarrassing as Arizona. Almost playing out of ASU. Yeah, yeah. almost, almost. Yeah, I don't know. What is more embarrassing? Oh, the ASU for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an NHL team. Apparently, I'm just reading an <laughs> article. Well, not an article. I'm browsing forums because I'm a degenerate. But apparently, Kiprios was saying they're not pleased, them being the players. <laughs> well, yeah. Like worse than the... expected. But Yeah, it's like it's like you finally make it. It's you finally make it to the NHL, but oh wait, you're playing 41 games out of an NCAA rink, so you're back in the NCAA essentially. Right? Like that's what it is. (laughs) Oh, it's it's tough. It's It's ridiculous. Is what it is. Going to be tough to attract uh, talent there. Pay your damn taxes. Watch them win the sweepstakes for Bedard, too. And he's just going to leave the moment he gets a chance. Livid. Yeah. Just be livid. The best part about it is that Zach Cassian is is marooned there now, which is hilarious. (laughs) Is Patrick Maroon also playing on this? He is not, unfortunately. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a chance for a Look at this fucking team. Can you imagine? Can, can Can you believe that Matthew drafted three Arizona Coyotes? Did he? He drafted three Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. Who? Ghost? Did he draft Ghost? He drafted Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and uh-huh. um Keller's hurt. Doesn't I know. Oh. Yeah, I know. And yeah, and Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, he's not hurt. Sorry. According to this. Yeah. Clayton. Keller. I mean, Keller's a good player, but uh, it's another one of those like. You know who Clayton Keller reminds me of? Tim Suits. So everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, Clayton Keller, Clayton Keller, Clayton Keller, but uh, plays on a bad team, and uh, no, yeah, except except Stutzler doesn't play on a bad team anymore. 
Well, that's yet to be determined. They lost Talbot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) If they start off bad and it's like bad. Like yeah. if uh, who's our goal? Yeah, Fourth five break? to seven weeks. Five to seven weeks. That that will make or break the season. <laughs> like if you're if you're like three and twelve, like you're not gonna. It's gonna be tough to come out of that hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with any sort, like as a player too. Like you're like oh you're like oh here we go again. You know, like it's kind of they have players though that could do it, but I don't know if they're that good to come out of a hole like that. Um, yeah, I guess Keller was point per game last year, sixty three and sixty seven. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll play but as well this year, though. Does can can he ASU? stay healthy? Has yeah, not played any two since 2018 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's what he reminds me of a little bit. Tim Stutzla, yeah, so, Look, I like, I like, I like the if we're talking about Ottawa, I, I like, I like their team, you know, they're they're up and coming. They got Hamannick, who's like the veteran, the grizzled veteran back there on the, Man, on the blue is, line. Hamannick is not a good hockey player. I know he's not. I know he's not. I know. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's taking a step forward, you know? Oh, They're just taking a step forward. I'm shocked Hamannick's actually still playing in the league. <laughs> he was done when he was on the Flames, and that feels like eons ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. And he's on their top pairing. According to this, yeah, with Shabbat. With Shabbat. Oh man. I mean, we'll who see else how they do. I guess Artem Zub. Anybody go up there? Sanderson, Zaitsev, Branstrom, Zub. Anybody else mm-hmm. other than Travis Hamonic mm-hmm. on your top pair? I mean, I guess he still limits chances. I suppose. No, he just kneels in front of the net. Who knows? And gets the puck and he'll dump it up high off the glass because he was not doesn't have any puck skills. That's all he knows how to do. He can't make a outlet pass. I almost had an aneurysm watching him play against Colorado in that series. <laughs> I'm still traumatized by how poorly he played in that in that series. Yeah. Well, the whole he, team played poorly that series. I know, but he got his face pounded in and he had no answer. Didn't even try to make a play by the end. It was just high off the glass. I have the glass. So it was like a constant, like, oh, Colorado takes the puck. It's like, oh, thanks. Come <laughs> back in the zone. <laughs> thanks, Hamnick. Oh, I wonder why I'm getting hemmed in. Yeah. yeah sorry. So you, now you got me riled up. What you <laughs> did? Didn't need to remind me that Hamnick's still. Still around. Him. Wonderful person, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's a great person. That's why I'm saying. That's why I yeah. like him. But uh, yeah, can stay off my hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who isn't off the hockey team? A new guy just stepped in. Do you want to fill us in on that guy? Uh, I always forget his name. Zahorna. Zahorna. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting uh, waiver wire pickup. Uh, older guy, twenty six. Uh, yep. Massive human. Yes. Can't wait till Klapka's in, and we can have Zahorna and Klapka. And Rizichka, and we have and a Rizichka, check line, yeah. A gigantic check line where yeah. Rizichka, who's like already Six a big four. human, Six looks four, two, like 20, a tiny little <laughs> person compared yeah. to um, these monsters. Like <laughs> 6'6, Six, I think Klapka's 6'8 or 6'8. Six, yeah. Yeah. Six, like, Jesus. Yeah. This guy's 6'6, yeah. 6, 6, 220. Yeah, and uh, 
I was listening to the radio a bit today, but you know they were talking about him, and Penguins fans apparently are not happy that they lost him. Yeah, so he had a decent camp, and his numbers are actually not terrible for the minutes he's played in the league. That's a, I like to see that when you're picking up a player, like you're not oh, okay, like he has potential if you moved him up to produce more, or you know he has he has a, sh- a certain floor for production. Um, and uh, you know he's apparently some of the knocks on him are that he was out of shape, or you know he got tired quickly, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently he came into camp this year in shape. Yeah. Um, according, so, you know, according to Berkey, he said that he lost a few pounds. Yeah. To, um, Six or try to, pounds. yeah, to try to, to keep <clears throat> up, and that he's noticed a big difference, which is yeah. surprising if that's the case as to why they ended up waving him. And yeah, and uh, I guess just room, right? Like I don't know, maybe they thought they could sneak him through. Who knows? But yeah, um, I like the pickup a lot. I mean, he's gonna, I think he's going to play on the team. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think he'll play, and uh, you know, slot into that third, fourth line role where there's a little bit of a hole. Yeah, especially if Dubé, Dubé up. Yeah, Dubé can play in that top six, and maybe Zahorna can have a blink up there too. You never know mm-hmm. what you got unless you give it a. Give it a go, right? So yep. apparently he can skate. Um, like he's got good wheels and mm-hmm. he's big, he's got some skill. Uh I hate people saying, Oh, he's big, so he's gonna be good in the NHL. That just yeah. gives me Hunter Smith vibes. <laughs> um <laughs> or Brett Ritchie vibes. I guess Brett Ritchie's not that big, but Brett Ritchie's one of those ones that I'm like, I'm fine because he can make a play occasionally. And he's actually like pretty consistent. Like he doesn't screw up too much. He doesn't do a lot. Yeah, but he also is—he's uh, got also an, like a floor level of play at a professional level. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's okay. Like I don't love him. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't harsh on the guy. I guess. Um. But <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I hate just being like, "Oh, this guy's six six. Let's yeah. get him." Yeah. Like they did when they drafted Hunter Smith. Oh, this guy's six six, second round pick. Not even close to playing in the NHL. Nope. Don't even know where he is. I don't know. Yeah. That guy could was not good at hockey at a professional level. No. In the NHL level, I mean. So anyway, point is I'm excited. Um yeah, let's bring on the check line. Let's see what he can do. I don't mind picking up players for free. It's free asset. You never know. You could turn it into a part of a trade that we get someone else, maybe a true top sixer. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I, I'm excited. Like if if he can skate for sure, throw him on that third well, start him on that third line with uh Backland and Coleman and see where it goes. I mean, you know, you get two burners and Coleman and if he can skate Zahorna on the wings, uh Backland pretty pretty good in his end i could see you know zahorna wreaking havoc down low and knocking pucks loose and then uh you know backland and uh, coleman finishing on those whenever there's an opportunity and again yeah if, if dubay can can make the best out of the opportunity playing with manjapane and 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 kadri then all the better for it um yeah i think i like the claim 
you know, six six. I mean, it'd be hilarious if, if we one day we get mm. Rizichka, Zahorna, and uh, Klapka and Klapka. Yeah, that'd be pretty. I mean, Klapka has a chance. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah, that'd be quite the that'd be quite the scene. I think that'd be quite the line, quite the thing to see. They'd be like the closest thing to the Bash Brothers that we could, uh, we could possibly <laughs> have. So holy Kafka has played on. Just looking up some stats, he's played. He played. He's played on seven teams. Sorry, one, two, three, four, four teams in the last two years. He was on. HC Benatki, Tri City Storm, Billy Tigri, <laughs> botching these names, <laughs> uh, Czechia U19s. Wow. Last two years. And played on two teams last year. So well traveled. Yeah. Very well traveled. Mm-hmm. And had. I mean, who knows how hockey leagues, I mean, they do, but we don't know what, how hockey leagues work over there. Maybe they have like a. Because it looks like they have a Chechia and a Chechia 2 league. Oh, maybe it was just swapping between them? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to have him. Yeah. Him as well. Yeah, that would be a funny funny line. Gigantic. Mm -hmm. Sort of a truculent line. Yeah, truculent. A truculent. Maybe Burke will come back. That's what brings him back over. Oh, look how truculent the flames are now. <laughs> Kadri and Klapka and Zahorna. Oh, love that kid. He's a good kid. Truculent kid. Jump over there, yeah. Yeah. I, I liked I like Berkey. I, I thought he was all right. Yeah. No thanks. Made a few mistakes, but yeah. Um yeah, so that's good. I mean, the we've we've assigned a few guys to the AHL as well, to the Wranglers. I am very happy to know that Matthew Phillips has cleared waivers mm-hmm. to get down to uh, to the Wranglers. Um, but yeah, Walker Dewar. The, the guys that we that we figured were going to go down, Walker Dewar, Klapka, Kuznetsov, Mitch McLean, Jakob Peltier, Cole Schwint, Ilya Solovayev, Brett Sutter, Connor Zary, all those guys are down. Um, Did, and then yeah, we got Bishop Clark, or Clark Bishop, I guess, uh, Oscar Dansk, Nick DeSimone. So there's, <laughs> there goes the one-way contract. Uh, ben Jones, Matthew Phillips, and Colton Pullman are all down in the AHL now. They've, I believe they've all cleared waivers. Yeah, I think everyone cleared. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's what they were trying to do with Zahorna. Um <laughs> snapped <laughs> nabbed him yeah i'm sad about phillips just because of the story but i understand they they put it really well on the radio today they were like well you know and it's unfortunate that this is true but for a player his size he kind of has to be he has to stand out yeah and i mean he had a good camp but i don't think he he stood out like they said they has to like stand out extra like he has to do something not to compare him to Johnny, but kind well, of like yeah. Johnny to like yeah. get that final placement in the NHL. Otherwise, he's just going to be a guy who's as good as everyone else, but he's also smaller. And so yeah. size does come into a factor there. 
if you're not sticking out like a thumb. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, and he's he's even shorter than. Yes, he's small. Right? Yeah, he's even listed at shorter than 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 Goudreau even is. So, um, yeah. So that's 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 too bad. Um, I mean, hey, at least he's still playing in Calgary. He gets to play. Yep. for the Wranglers. Um, we'll probably have a long AHL career if he wants it or somewhere else if he yeah. wants it. But uh, yeah. he might not make the show at this point. I don't know. Yeah. No one, no one picked him bad. up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true, eh? Yeah, 24 years old. That's true. It's tough. It's a tough uh, tough story, but of course it's not over. He he could play his way onto the, onto the team. And True. You never know. Yeah. Injuries being what they are, if he has... If he, plays well in the AHL mm-hmm. and uh he could be one of the first first call-ups though you gotta uh, think you gotta think they've they've got to give him a chance you know Sutter did have glowing words for Zari so I feel like Zari might be the first call-up at this point mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at that either though me neither yeah yeah Zari's looks really good I think Zari really had a, an amazing camp yeah like I think he showed up and and really just was pissed off not at anything in particular, just like he showed that he really cared and wanted to be there. Um, well, and like, I think that that makes a difference. Yeah, like, yeah, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I felt like everyone, at least from a fan perspective, and it probably happened management too, but like, he never really got the shiny new toy treatment. Um, like Valamaki has this shiny new toy, like, Valamaki gets so much conversation, Pelche gets so much conversation. And then there's just Zary. Yeah. And no one really talked about him. No one really talks about him as even having a chance. And uh, he, I think he just showed up and was like, hey, look, I'm uh, I'm going to work. Still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still really good. Yeah. So, here uh, to work. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, so okay. At this point, we're pretty sure Michael Stone's going to make the team. Um, he better. Yeah. Oh, we're pretty sure he's going to get a contract, especially since we don't know um, how long Shilly's going to be a- away from the team for. Yeah. Um, so he immediately can step in and you know fill that uh, that bottom six pairing with with the door off and fill in properly and fill in well. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's no brainer at that point. Yuso still needs since he's, he's not ready. Like there's no, I don't think he'll break camp with with the team. No. Um, so, yeah, Michael Stone probably a lock uh, at this point. Cody Eakin has had, I guess, an okay, solid tryout. Milano has been a disappointment, which is unfortunate. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing him try to, you know, break out and you know, make a name for himself, but I don't know how much longer his rope will be. Can't imagine he even gets another game. I'd be surprised if they don't release him. Yeah, I saw I saw the I saw the penalty last night too and I was like, eh. that's not, not a... gonna that's not gonna endear yourself in the eyes of uh of old Daryl. No, and like Daryl said about both PTOs also yesterday, I think. Yeah. Um challenging. So- yeah, that's not what you want to hear from your coach when there's only what one preseason game left. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, Challenging. that's Challenging. too bad. Um, 
I like Deacon more. I think like I, th- I think they, they also talked about this on the radio. I listened to the radio a lot today. Um, yeah, but they talked about um, Rooney and how like he's kind of stood out, especially in the later, most recent games, mm-hmm. more than than those two. And he has a contract. Yeah. Um, but he's like, you know, a similar ilk. Well, some would say an overpriced contract, but yeah, that's all right. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, if he plays on a third line, that's that's good value. Hey, he has a same birthday as competently. Us. Yes, he does. May 21st. Look at that. Birthday triplets. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, he, he stepped in there yesterday and didn't look out of place, apparently. That's mm-hmm. what they were saying. So, yeah. Um, good for him. And, oh. He got the apple on uh, Hannafin's goal. It was a nice goal, nice yeah. play. Like you know, what? he just he skated. He can skate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, that's that's one of his calling cards. Is is yeah. definitely a good skater. So, um, I, I mean, I don't mind that on our le- our lower lines. It'll be a little ref- more refreshing than Lucic trying to move his body around out there. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor guy. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We're very excited for the season to start. I think we have one more preseason game left tomorrow. We've got two. 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 Oh, I was wrong. Both against Winnipeg on the 5th and the 7th. Winnipeg. Yeah. That will be an interesting team to watch this year. Uh, that will be an interesting team to watch for sure. I want Blake Coleman or Blake Wheeler to get back to the 90-point season that he had before. <laughs> That's not happening, man. <laughs> a lot of miles on that, man. Yeah. A lot of miles. Um yeah, drafted him 153rd overall. So, you know, I'll take that second last round. Yeah. I'll take 60 points, you know. Uh, will he get I'll 60 points? I'll take it. Or is this, uh, is this a Tim Stutzless situation? No, no. He got are, you, are, are, are you mathing wrong? Or no, something? he got 60 last year. Sure. Yeah, you're right. Actually, in 65 games. Wow. Good for him. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> he's 36. I don't know. Yeah, he's getting up there for sure. Yeah. Getting up there. But I'll take it. I'll take it. So boys are coming to Winnipeg um, tomorrow, Wednesday. Tomorrow. And yeah. Friday, the Jets will be at the Dome. So... Probably the last two games, last chance for uh, Milano and company, i.e. Bellamacki and Eakin, to, to really show what they can do. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how everything shakes out. Yeah. But uh, anything else you want to go over there, Chris? No, I don't think so. I, I You'd imagine, um, yeah, this last game, and then we would have a pretty close to NHL lineup in our last preseason game. Yeah. If not the NHL lineup. That's how it yeah. usually goes. And yeah. so yeah, I guess one more chance for Milano. Whatever. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if they didn't cut him today, he probably is getting one more. One more luck. We'll see. Go flames go and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.